3: Hello and welcome to the final seventh inning stretch podcast of spring training. Now Armando and I didn't necessarily do the best bit of timing with trying to find six weeks to do division previews. So since we did the AL in three separate ones and opening day is Sunday night, welcome to the National League Mega Pack podcast. How's it going Armando?
2: It's good, man. I'm so excited. It's here. We we made it through spring. Uh the final couple games are going on. Everybody's going back to their, you know, to their respective home cities and and it's here. Baseball's finally here, man. I'm so excited. And like you said, we have a jam-packed show today. Uh thanks to our really really poor timing, but uh it should be a lot of fun and we got a lot to cover. At least it's the National League, so it's something you and me are more comfortable with.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the DH, uh, you know, not my thing. But we don't get to bring that into account, although the first baseball game of the season involves a National League team having to use the DH, which is the Mets and the Royals on Sunday night. And we're going to get into it by going with the NL East. And we're going to start at the bottom of the NL East. Last year's Atlanta Braves team, very, very, very bad. This year's team, probably also very, very, very bad. Armando, where do you see this team?
2: I mean, I see them being really bad. I don't see them being the worst team in the division. I don't think. Uh, I think we'll talk to about probably the next team here is the, my worst team in the division, the Phillies. But the Braves, man, they just don't have much. Anderson Simmons is gone. Freddie Freeman's the most consistent piece they have. And, and he's a quality player. But how much can he really bring? There's not much excitement going on in Atlanta. Um, I mean, for you and me, we grew up with Atlanta being a power. I know. You're not too happy to hear that. But Atlanta was a power in the AL East, and and we've really seen them decline. So, I mean, they can't pitch too well, bro. They can't hit too well, and they got rid of their best fielder. So, you know, that really leaves the Braves in a really tough spot.
3: Well, they also traded their best pitcher, too. They traded Shelby Miller to Arizona.
2: That's right. was right.
3: Which was a smart move. They got a bunch of prospects for him. The big thing here is, and the big question, and I'm not even going to give a reason for hope for this team because there is none, at the current, at the current, the current way they're built, their farm system's bad. They've replenished it a little bit. Is how does Freeman survive this season in Atlanta?
2: Yeah, that's going to be the big question. I don't know um, because he is their best piece. I mean, if you look at their roster; they have names like Nick Markakis, but he's on the backside of of you know his career. He's not exactly he's on the backside
3: of a very average career, right?
2: A- absolutely. Jeff Francoeur's back; he had a buzz when he was early on there, but he hasn't really been a good player since. Michael Bourne's a good player, um, yeah, but really, it's just the Freddie Freeman show, like you said, man. And I don't really see him. You know, if they're really dead last and really struggling, which we expect them to be, you know, come trade date, uh, trade deadline, you know, Freddie Freeman's going to be in talks. That's that's for sure.
3: Yeah, so you have them as the second worst team in the division. I have them in the worst te- as the worst team in the majors. Wow. So
2: what's, your,
3: what's your what's your win total for this team?
2: Oh, for the Braves, I have them less than sixty. I have, I mean, less than seventy. I have them at sixty-eight wins, one better than last season.
3: I have them at sixty. I think this is the worst team in baseball. I think a sixty and one hundred two season is coming to Atlanta.
2: Well, I mean, I'm sure that makes you happy a little bit.
3: Uh, It makes me tingly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're a cruel man, my friend.
3: All right. Speaking of teams, I strongly dislike the Philadelphia Phillies.
2: Yeah, the Phillies, I think, are going to be the worst team in the d- division, and it, consequently, my worst team in baseball. Uh, they just don't have much, man. We've seen them struggle for quite some time after you know they the team imploded and they had to get rid of their key pieces, Hamels, uh, Lee's out. Uh, Ryan Howard's a shell of what he used to be. He has been for quite some time. It's, it's just not as recognizable as, as you'd like. Carlos Rees is a catcher, a familiar name, but he he's not exactly you know that great anymore i don't know man
3: has it been the same since his since his PD's. since he got
2: caught yeah yeah peter borges is a good player uh but he's he's not the type of player that carries a team michael Franco's a nice piece i like him but other than that it's a lot of average players freddie galvis andres blanco uh you know Man, this roster is really, really, really average, and their staff isn't great either. Jeremy he- he- uh, Helixon, Matt Harrison, names like that don't really, you know, jump off the page to you. So I just see this oh, no, team they, really they struggling, don't. man. They
3: absolutely don't. But there is some things I di- there are some things to like here. Aaron Nola, um, he's a player to watch. I actually want to see whether or not he's. He he's going to be a number three starter, or a number five starter. Um, is Mark Appel going to make it to the majors with this team this year? And if so, how good a pitcher is he going to be in the majors? Is Vincent Velasquez going to make this going to make this team? I mean, they got some good young pieces, uh, especially in that in the uh, Ken Giles trade to Houston. And I think that there is some youth through this organization that bears watching. I know JP Crawford, their their top prospect, and I think he's about. Keith Law had him ranked as the fourth or fifth best prospect in all of baseball at this point, is probably still a year or two away from, you know, sniffing the majors as a rookie. But he's another player to watch what he does through the minors. And if this team's losing enough games, they might not. And he's playing well enough. You might see if J.P. Crawford, you know, get a cup of coffee in September. But I think there is some upside to the youth in this team that doesn't exist in Atlanta. I still don't think they're very good.
2: No, I can see that. I can see why there's a reason to be optimistic. Like you said, they are a younger team, and they do have some pieces, but it's all about getting them all together and making it happen. But uh, I'm not a believer in them, but how many wins do you think they got, man?
3: I, I could see them go I, – I see them between 68 and 71. I'll split the middle and go 69.
2: 69. Okay, well, I mean – yeah, no, I, I have them less than that. I have them barely above sixty. I have them at sixty one wins. I think they're gonna be worse than last year. I just don't I just don't see it. I don't feel like their pieces are gonna to come together. Like you said, Mark Appel. I, I don't even see him making the opening day roster. He's been a a player that's underwhelmed uh for quite some time now. He, he you know, and and I don't know. I just don't I, I don't see it. I don't have much faith or confidence in the Phillies and uh our good friend Joey Connors isn't gonna to like to hear that, but that that that's my stance.
3: No, nor is our, fr- nor is our friend, Mr. Palafox.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely not.
3: <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I will say this one particular thing about Phillies. Great stadium, great food, awful home fan base. Don't go to a Phillies game wearing another team's uniform. Don't.
2: Bad yeah, idea. You're asking for trouble. That's for sure, man.
3: I could speak to this from experience.
2: Well, maybe we'll get a Phillies fan out of, uh, eventually during the regular season. They can explain that type of environment to us just so we can kind of get a feel for it.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about the city of Philadelphia and that level of hostility. It <laughs>
2: is
3: the city of brotherly love.
2: Yeah, I hear you, man. Oh, man, but let's move on, dude, and let's talk about a team that's actually on the rise. It's been on a bit of a rise in the last couple years. Uh, they have some bright pieces. D. Gordon, Giancarlo, the artist formerly known as Mike Stanton as well. Um, what are your thoughts on the Marlins, my friend?
3: I think this is an improving team. Uh, I think that their 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 value is derived from the fact that Giancarlo Stanton needs to be healthy. Guy tends to get hurt sometimes. Missed a lot of last season. Granted, it was a freak injury, and it wasn't something that like looks like it's chronic. But you know, he's uh, he's the the uh, tr- the straw that stirs the drink down in South Florida. And then getting Jose Fernandez back from Tommy John uh, for a full season now, he should just be you know, more effective. The, what I wonder about with them is beyond basically that top two of Fernandez and Wei in Shen, uh, where they're going to get any innings from because the rest of their rotation is not very good.
2: Yeah. We see the likes of, you know, Edwin Jackson, uh, Carter, Caps. We see some names on here that aren't going to give you a, a lot of uh, you know quality starts. Uh, all you can really hope for with that rotation is that they eat up innings after those two front uh, front guys. Uh, and then when you look at their roster, bro, I mean, they do have a, a bit of quality. D. Gordon and his and his uh, double play partner and Danny Trivari. I like that combination. I think Echeverria is coming into his own and he's going to blossom this year. I expect this to be a big year for him. Martín Prado is a good player. I like him and I like their outfield man. They can really go get it. Not only Stanton. I mean, Stanton's the offensive of punch. Yelich is a great player. Yelich is a great player. Uh, Marcelo Zuna could cover some ground. Even Gillespie could c- cover some ground. And then they have the tutelage and the knowledge and the and, and you know the veteran leadership of Ichiro Suzuki. And and you know that is going to mean a lot for this team. I think my main question for this team is going to be the management. Uh, it's going to have a lot of new pieces. Don Mattingly never really uh, impressed me with the Dodgers. I think we had a lot of chances to really do more with the pieces he had, and and I think uh, he, he botched a couple decisions, and he he oh, wasn't Oh, he's not. Exactly... A very, he's
3: not a very good manager.
2: Right, uh I tried to be nicer than you were as tends to be the case on this podcast, but yes, he's just not good. Uh and then they have Barry Bonds. That's going to be controversial and it's going to be a lot of talking on Barry Bonds. It's going to be a good narrative for them. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he has great ba- baseball mind and I know the man can hit and he can only, you know, help this club with the knowledge that he brings, but nonetheless, there's going to be a lot of it's going to be a circus around around them for here for the matter of of Bonds and and just the youth in this club. So, I don't know, man, what are your thoughts on this team? As a whole, with the with the management, with with Mattingly and, and Bonds and the other pieces coming in here,
3: I, I I don't see how it all all holds together. Mattingly had issues with his clubhouse in LA. I mean, many players on that team didn't get along. He doesn't seem like a guy who you know. Have, have you ever heard of the curse of Don Mattingly? Which is the second Mattingly... Mattingly came to the Yankees, I think, in around 1983. Right after it was in a, they were in a lull, but they would won in 79. Then gets the Yankees in '83, retires in '95. Yankees win in '96. Comes back into the staff as a Yankee into the Yankee staff. Leaves in 2009 to go to, to to effectively try to take the to take a managerial job. Yankees win a World Series. And, and you know it goes to LA. They can't win despite the amount of money they spent. He's I think he's cursed.
2: So you're saying we have a chance now. I can live with I that.
3: Think you, I, I with think that. that the Dodgers actually have a better chance without Don Mattingly being there. And I also want to take exception to one thing. I it's not that you're nicer than me. I just don't sugarcoat things because it's my blunt New Yorkness.
2: <laughs> Fair enough, my friend. Fair enough. I'm not trying to say you're mean, dude. I love no, you. I know it's all love, bro. It's all love. Relax. I,
3: I understand that. I mean, and you know, if you started telling me things like Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza, I, I would probably get extremely angry.
2: <laughs> I'm sure of that I think I've seen uh, some Twitter conversations And uh, you know You not being too happy about those either But uh, let's move on man We have a, a few more teams oh, we got to, we got to project our
3: win totals for these Marlins. Oh though.
2: yeah what do you got man 78 Seventy-eight. Okay, We're in the same ballpark I have them at 80 wins I think they're going to get to 80 uh, I like what they have They're obviously going to fall short of 500 But I do like what they have And I think they're going to uh, continue to you know, Progress on the up for the next couple seasons
3: yeah, no, absolutely. I, as much as I don't want to see it happen, it will.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: All so, right, now for
3: now for another team I dislike, It's <laughs> so is just the all common them. theme for the National League East: <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Montreal Expos.
2: Oh, we could call them the Expos. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Jonah Carey would be happy about that too.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I like Montreal as a city more than I like DC.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: Yeah. So this team, uh, the big story is uh, Dusty Baker taking over as manager, getting rid of the blessing that was Matt Williams. What are your thoughts there?
2: Uh, well, for me, the Nats, they have talent, man. We've seen it. We've seen Bryce Harper is an incredibly talented young ball player. Um, my main thing is I'm surprised they didn't get rid of uh, Papelbon. That Papelbon issue is going to continue to be there. He's just a douche. He's not. He's not – it's not gonna go away. You know what I mean? Their staff is still good. Strasburg is still good. Scherzer is still good. They have some arms. You know what I mean? Gio Gonzalez is still there. So I'm not too worried about that. I think that their staff is gonna actually be a little bit better than last year. I think last year they all had kind of a loft year and this year they're gonna improve. I know it's not what you wanna hear per se, but I think it's, it's, it's how it's gonna play out. Uh, but, but the rest of the team I think is, is, is gonna struggle a little bit. Steven Drew's not a player, uh, who was what he was. Daniel Murphy, I don't expect him to be as good with the back as we saw him be at the end of last season when he carried you guys for a little while Daniel Murphy's always been streaky and, and defensively he's gonna hurt this team we know that Ryan Zimmerman isn't what he used to be either Anthony Rendon is probably uh, aside from Bryce Harper the brightest piece on this team uh offensively and in the field so I, I mean they have some pieces brother but but ultimately it does have to all come together and they and and they can't afford to you know misfire early like they did last season
3: yeah I mean it's also I I just uh I feel bad for Steven Strasburg, and I hope that the second that Dusty Baker was announced as their manager, he took out an insurance policy on his arm. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty Baker does have a tendency to to throw to pitch his starting pitchers into the ground.
2: Yeah, he does. It happened
3: does. multiple places. It happened in Cincinnati. It happened in Chicago, and I would I would wonder I would worry about that if I'm uh, if I'm Strasburg and if I'm Scott Boris. But this is a talented team. Bryce Harper is good enough to carry you regardless of what happens around him. And I I legitimately am a little bit afraid of them.
2: Well, at least you admitted that. But I want to ask you about this Daniel Murphy situation, man. Going to the rivals, going to the Nats. Do you think he's going to hurt them more than he would have helped you, if that makes sense?
3: I think Daniel Murphy will have both one game-winning hit against the Mets this season. Directly in a head-to-head game. He'll have one gut-crushing game, game-winning hit. And he is also going to make one glorious error that will finally help the Mets.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, Murph, I can't Murph argue with giveth, that. Murph giveth,
3: Murph taketh away. That it's, is... something I've, it's something I've known for a long time.
2: <laughs> there you go. Nobody knows better than you, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, but, I, I mean, it does pain me a little bit to see him in a Washington uniform, but he's he's not the player who's worth what he's going to get paid. Uh, he's going from a park in City Field where that run that he went on, a lot of those home runs were hit at home or actually they're hit at home in LA and Chicago. Chicago's easy place to hit a home run for anybody cuz the wind blows out. LA to right, to left-handed hitters, short porch and right field, easier place to hit a home run. City Field, great left-handed power park. Terrible to right-handed hitters, great left-handed power park. He's going to Washington, a park that depresses left-handed power. Like the only guy who's really successfully hit a lot of home runs in Washington who's lefty is Bryce Harper, who is a generational talent. So, yeah, he'll hit
2: him out of anywhere. It doesn't matter. Right.
3: Yeah. And I, so I wonder if that's going to play with him, if he's going to get more pull happy, which is what happened to him last year. And a lot of those home runs that he was hitting in the second half of the season where he had nine, which is the most he's hit in a half in his career, as well as also the home runs he hit in the playoffs. Are those balls going to now die on the warning track? Now, if he starts to go the other way and hits balls, to gaps, like he's, which which is something he's very good at. He'll be a dangerous hitter there. But Murph is going to be Murph, which is going to be a 280 hitter who's going to hit between 12 and 15 home runs and drive in around 70 runs but not walk a whole lot.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm expecting. I mean, we've seen it time and time again year after year. Uh, And, and yeah, you're spot on with everything you say. I think I agree completely with uh, your assessment of the situation with Murph there. So how many wins do you have for these Nats, brother?
3: 88.
2: 88. So we're actually spot on. Equal here. I have eighty-eight as well. I have them improving and uh, maybe getting their hat in for the wild card, but I don't. I see them falling short there too. So now let's move on to you know. The, the 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 pinnacle the
3: actual team in this division that i
2: like yes the only team in this division that you like and and with good reason man now you can finally be proud of this team this staff it's, It 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 really looks like it's up and running and geared for a good run not just this year but for a couple of years uh give me the thought your thoughts on the mets man the surprise season that was last year and what your expectations are now going forward into this season as a mets fan
3: well, it's a much more complete roster at the beginning of this season than it was last year. People people tend to forget the Mets. All the damage that they did was basically after the trade deadline. They just stayed in touching distance of the Nets, and then went on basically from about July thirty from about July thirty first through the through the World Series. They were the second best team in baseball, only better than the by the Royals. Now, this is going to be an interesting thing. because the Mets are coming from a situation where they weren't on anybody's radar to being the hunted? And I it, it, the big thing is gonna see how they hand is that gonna be how they handle that. Now the thing that gets talked about is the pitching. I expect the pitching to be good. The only question mark might be Steven Matts and his durability. But then you're adding Scott Jack Zach Wheeler down at the uh at the basically all-star break. And what their Mets are gonna still try to do is probably space out innings for some of their starters by using spot starters. They might go to a six man rotation. And this is where we're blessed to have Bartolo Colon's rubber arm still giving quality innings at the age of 42 and, you know, 377 pounds. But, I mean, he's pound for pound the most durable pitcher in baseball.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Bartolo's really, uh, proven himself to, f- for quite some time. Last year was an app, ab- he was an absolute blessing for you guys. He was, he was very important to that side. And I think his veteran, veteran leadership, you know, at 40 plus, it can't be easy. Uh, he's, he's actually the only remaining expo uh, on that theme to-, to, ever wear an expo uniform remaining in the league. So that's cool too. Yeah, man, your guys', uh, rotation is, is, Phenomenal. Mats yeah. is, is great. Wheeler, like you said, he's going to be, is going to be what, what we expect. I think he's going to pick up where he left off and that gives you the luxury of spreading out and, and, and going to a six-man rotation, spreading out the arms, spreading out the innings and getting you guys deeper into the playoffs and and, and getting you guys sharp, deeper and sharper. You know, Travis Darno is a, Talented hitter, a talented catcher. You know, Plewiki's a good backup. I like that position. You guys are solid there. It's only going to help the staff. I really like what you guys are doing, man. So, yeah, I think you have every reason to be optimistic. Resigning signing Cespedes was huge for you guys. It was huge for the locker room. It was huge for the fan base. It was just huge in general. And I think it's going to be big there. Um... What are your thoughts, though, on the middle infield? Wilmer Flores is now probably going to be the guy now that uh, you guys got rid of Tejada and and Neil Walker now well, is it's replacing.
3: Gonna be, it's going to be Stribble Cabrera starting at short. Oh, right,
2: right, 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 right. I apologize. I apologize. I, I seem to have overlooked that.
3: Flore- Flores is going. Flores will get a lot of at bats because a you don't know how healthy David Wright will be all season. Um, Neil Walker isn't nec- even though he's a switch hitter, he isn't necessarily great against left handed pitching. So Flores will get at bats at third base on days where Wright is out. He'll get at bats at second at second base when they or, or first base for that matter when a tough lefty is in because he'll get some at bats, you know, giving Walker arrest, giving Duda arrest. He gives the Mets real flexibility. And Flores is he's he's a nice player. He's got some pop, he's got a lot of pop, for, especially for a young kid. Um, you know, he was likened to Miguel Cabrera in the minors by very optimistic Mets beat writers. He's clearly not that good. But he's you know he's got some decent pop he's a decent hitter after the all-star break last year he was i think about a nine hundred ops and he's a and he's a clutch hitter he was terrible in the playoffs absolutely awful in the playoffs but he's a but he's a player that's you know now become moving from your starting shortstop to a utility player. I mean you go one through eight through this lineup there's options in the outfield there's option, like they can base the Mets can go horses for courses against different kind different kinds of pitching. And I think also the one thing that's going to be good is against left-handed pitching, playing Lagares in center and minimizing the amount that you have to see Cespedes in center. Cespedes will play in left, and it also you know you'll see Conforto exposed to to certain, not as many lefties sometimes. You'll see Granderson get rest against lefties. I think that there's just a lot of depth to the to the position player roster. There's a lot of depth in the rotation. Familia has really struggled this spring, but I expect him to just kind of to be good and turn it on. I think he's just working stuff out. The real issue here with this team is going to be the middle relief. If there is all signed Antonio Bastardo, solid pitcher, but the other, we re- kept Addison Reed, who was great in innings that he inherited clean, but was not very good with inherited runners. There is, there is a hole. it's the middle, it's the middle uh, relief. Uh, it's, but it's, it, this is a very well constructed roster and, my expectations of this team are extremely, extremely high.
2: Okay, yeah, and rightfully so, man. I, I think we tend to agree on a lot there. Uh, my, my last question for you, though, on the Mets is, uh, David Wright, how much do you think you guys can get out of the captain?
3: I think anything north of 110 games is gravy. And how th- productive th- do you think he'll be? He was pretty productive when he came back. I think the thing that's gone, though, is the power. I think the power is completely gone. I don't think he can turn on the inside pitch anymore with this back.
2: Yeah, no, I, I can see that, man. And I, I think his leadership there, and, and if he could spray the ball in the gaps, it, it'll be enough. Like you said, anything over a hundred games, one hundred and ten games, that's what this team really needs out of him, and it, it can really be good for the clubhouse. It's good for for everything. I think David Wright is a really key piece to this team, and, and you know he's the captain for a reason, and he's he he's the heart and the soul of of the Mets, uh, at least from the outside looking in.
3: And he's also not going to be relied on to give the power numbers anyway, because you have to think in any lineup that's constructed now. His role is shifting from main run producer to your two-hitter. Take pitches, drive, get, hit the ball behind players. He's going to be put in a position to do all the things that he can still do because David Wright in his prime was one of the best five-hitters in all of baseball. Some of the things, the fundamental hitting of going to the opposite fields, putting the ball in play, these are all things he's going to do. He'll shorten up his swing. I just worry about him catching up to the high fastball.
2: I hear you man. Yeah, he's a professional hitter and he'll definitely uh be a good two hitter. I I think that that spot right now is made and suited for him perfectly, yeah, for sure. So how many wins do you have for your Mets, man?
3: Ninety seven.
2: Ninety seven wins for the Mets. Jesus, brother. That 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 is I mean, that's seven seven better than last year. So you really expect you guys to be hot and consistent all year.
3: Yeah, yeah. I also just think that they're gonna beat up on some bad teams at the NL East.
2: Fair enough. I got them at ninety three wins. Just a hair shy under you, but improving on last year still. So and, and winning the division, and that's most important, really.
3: Absolutely, just get to the playoffs. Yeah,
2: for sure. Well, that, you got you got to get Pitching ticket. will really help. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's let's discuss the National League Central now, and we'll go from bottom to top here as well. Uh, the cellar dwellers were, were the Cincinnati Reds, and they've gotten rid of some a few pieces. Frazier's not there. Chapman's not there, and 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 really, you know. It's not what we've seen from them in the past when they were really Guido's on the up. Out there. Yeah, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on the Reds, brother? Rebuilding
3: team, but I like the fact that they're at least now investing in their rebuild. Um, I think the big question here is once again, like Freddie Freeman, is is Vado going to get traded? If so, is his contract movable? Will anybody take it? The Reds are not going to take on eating up salary for a player that they're that they're not paying. That's not how that team
0: operates.
2: Yeah, I don't see that happening either, man. And how how about uh, the rest of this roster? I mean, it doesn't look like it packs too much of a punch. You have Brandon Phillips. Uh, Jay Bruce is still there. But outside of that, I mean, they're relying on a lot of other players, Billy Hamilton and stuff like that. And that's not how we've seen that ballpark really be built for power, be built for the home run. And, and now we, we're going to have to see this team play the game a little bit different, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I also, by the way, am a true Jay Bruce hater. I just – he, he, I don't like lefty. I don't like lefty power hitters who you can't do anything else.
2: Okay, that's fair enough. I'm not a big Jay Bruce guy either, but I mean he's one of the most recognizable faces he, left there. Oh, I yeah, think.
3: absolutely he is. I just I just don't think it. Look at this. Point, I don't think this is a good team. I don't think it's going to be the worst team in the division.
2: All right, well let's keep it brief. How many how many wins do you have for them? Seventy three. Seventy three. That's quite an improvement from last year. That's still nine wins, man. I, I don't have them getting a sniff close to seventy. I have them at sixty six wins.
3: Yeah, I just don't. I I don't think that they're going to be as bad as last year for some reason. I think the pitching's improved.
2: Okay, fair enough, man. Yeah, it's just hard at that ballpark. I mean, pitching could be good, but but you're going to give up runs nonetheless.
3: But oh yeah, great American ballparks are fucking launching pads.
2: Right. Yeah. So so let's move on. I'm assuming that the worst team in the division for you is going to be the Brewers. Yep. All right. Let's well, talk to me about the Brewers and why you think so, man.
3: I think they have one bright spot in their entire team, which is Ryan Braun, and otherwise, I think it's. I mean, the, the, trading away Chris Davis was stupid. Right. Um, I don't see who else on this team is going to contribute anything.
2: Yeah, and even Jonathan Lucroy has, has been talked about being on the, on the on the block. So, I mean, yeah, and that's one of their key pieces. So it's going to be tough, man.
3: Oh, Lucroy is a, is a huge thing for them to, to get rid of and, and trade away. Cause, just because he's going to fetch a lot for them. I mean, I'm just not high on some of these other players that they have, too. I mean, going back to Lucroy, catchers who can hit very, very, very big commodities. I, I just don't like them. I, I, I don't like this team. I, I, they can't pitch at all. They yeah, can't really hit. They can't really hit outside Braun.
2: Yeah, I mean they're relying on what Aaron Hill, Scooter Jeanette, players of that ilk, and, and I mean Gene Segura. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to struggle to score runs. That's for sure, man.
3: It's just it's just not a very good team. Um, also, on top of that, Braun been injury prone for the last few years.
2: Yeah, and not the same player ever since the juice. You know, it is what it is. He, he's, he's he's not worth the contract that he gets paid, the money that he gets paid, and he's really uh, debilitating that team more than helping it. That's for sure.
3: What this is all telling me is I need to find a way to get some steroids before softball season.
2: Hey, man, I, I'm sure I can call a guy. Don't worry.
3: I'm pretty sure I can, too.
2: <laughs> How many the joke's he- on
3: everybody else. I don't play softball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> F- yeah, we, we see you five-a-side soccer, though, and dying.
3: Uh, you know what? I'm 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 in better shape over the last few days. I played last night and I felt good.
2: Alright, well good. That's good to hear. We're on the up.
3: Yeah, we're on the up. Just, I'm, right, I'm getting my fitness back. Okay, the brewers, I got it at sixty eight wins.
2: Sixty eight wins. Alright. Well, they have them a little bit better than the the, the than the reds, so I have them at sixty seven wins. I had the reds uh getting there at sixty six. So they're just gonna be in the same ballpark, man. They're not that good. They're both gonna struggle, but uh, I have the brewers just slightly above them just because, you know, they're the beer makers. I can't right, argue so, with that.
3: So now going on to the third-place team in the division last year, the Chicago Cubs.
2: Best team in baseball. I think we've discussed uh, this.
3: I, I happen to agree with you. As currently constructed, I happen to agree with you. I still don't like them in the playoffs, but I happen to agree with you.
2: Well, I mean, that, that's a fair point. I mean, they're built to win. They're built to win now, and they're, and they're built to win for quite some time. You know what I mean? They this are. That's this... a,
3: there are so many good young players on this team.
2: Yeah, I mean what they've done there, what what Theo Epstein's done there has been phenomenal and, and it you know, he he had some naysayers early on and it was gonna take some time, but we've really seen him put some deals together and really make this team, you know, shine. him picking up Arietta, Arietta wasn't what he you know, anywhere near this level when he was on the Orioles and now he's a arguably the best pitcher in baseball we're seeing this team really come together the additions that they've made uh you know over the last few years Miguel Montero and 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 in youth Kyle Schwarber Chris Bryant Anthony Rizzo still young they're making some quality acquisitions and probably the biggest one in this offseason, season uh Jason Hayward man talk to me about the Cubs Jason Hayward and the rest of it
3: so well, I, I take exception to one thing there is no intelligent argument for Jake Arrieta as the best pitcher in baseball
2: all right. I mean, okay.
3: And 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 it's it's because of the existence of a left-hander who pitches for the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's argued,
2: man. Who it's, is gonna?
3: I don't think. I don't think it is. He's done it for one year. What happens if he regresses? He got shelled in the playoffs.
2: I'm sorry, Cubs fans. I'm sorry. I apologize ahead of time.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it could regress. He could re- he could very easily regress. He's been great for the. He was great last year. He's going to be very good, but. I don't, I, he's not, he's not winning 22 games again. Okay. He's not, okay. He, he's not, he's not pitching two no hitters again, or he's not throwing. Yeah. He's not doing that again,
2: but you don't, he, you don't see him in the Cy Young top.
3: I, I, I see him there just because of the fact that just by proxy, the fact he won, but I think that that race is going to be a lot more crowded now. Cause I also think that, uh, you know, Matt Harvey coming off of that Tommy John surgery, Jacob Degrom with another year of experience. You can't see
2: me leagues. roll my eyes through here, but my eyes are in the back of my head. So far, Zach
3: Rank Zach Ranky is always going to be in that conversation. Clayton <laughs> Kershaw is always going to be in that conversation. There's a lot of guys who are going. to – Scherzer is going to be in that conversation. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot to repeat as the as the NL Cy Young.
2: Okay. All right. Fair enough, man. And what's your what are you most excited about? What's the piece that you're most excited about on this Cubs team? Then
3: Chris Bryant. Yeah, I think he's going to hit hit
2: 45 to 50 on runs this year. Yeah, it's hard to doubt that. The guy has uh, phenomenal power. Probably, you know, the most pop. In the league right now. It's pretty safe to say that. And the guy just, I don't know, uh, he's something else. So yeah, he's exciting. Um, I think for me, it is going to be the Jason Hayward move. It's just to see how he's going to adapt there and how, uh, you know, he's a big piece there. So he's going to have to take on that burden and really, uh, I think, step his game up just a little bit more than we've seen over the last couple of years and really, uh, uh, you know, carry the, the baton and be a leader for this team.
3: Yeah, see, I I happen to agree. I also think that the Hayward and Zobris moves solve a specific issue that the Cubs had last year, which is why the Mets swept them aside so easily. This team struck out too much and couldn't hit fastballs.
2: That's a very valid point. And, and and I think that's a lot to do with the youth in this team last year and and really the way that this the that uh, baseball is going a lot and, and the youth it's just it's a, it's a power's game but it's it's important to have these type of average hitters these types of hitters that that put the ball in play and really uh can plug up those holes in the lineup. So yeah, you're making a fan, fantastic point there, man.
3: Now, even though they're the best team at baseball uh go into their win projection, I think that their win projection is eaten into from the fact that they will be playing against Two other very, very good teams in this division in the Cardinals and the Pirates. So despite the fact that I think that they're the best team in baseball, I don't think they're going to have the most regular season. I don't think they're going to have the most wins in the regular season.
2: Okay, so how many wins do you have for them, man? 95. Oh, we're spot on. We have 95 as well. I think they're going to be... I think their team is better than it was last season, but I do see them having less wins this year. Uh, it's just the way the fall the, the cards are going to fall. Uh, you know they're going to play the Cardinals a lot. The Pirates, like you said, there's so much quality in that division. Uh, it's just going to be hard. But but 95 and and 95, I think, is still going to be enough to win this division.
3: Yeah, I happen to agree with you because I don't see the Pirates or Cardinals winning as many games as they did last year.
2: Absolutely not. I agree with you there. Uh, let's jump into the Pirates, man. What are your thoughts on the Pirates, and why don't you uh, believe that they'll be uh, as strong or have as many wins as they had last year?
3: Uh, I, I don't trust the starting pitching as much outside Garrett Cole. I don't start. I mean, I know that there's some uh, some talent that's coming through, but they're, it's still a very young team. They've proven themselves to be cons- they've proven themselves to be pretty consistent, pretty good winners. But I feel like they might be just a little demoralized by the fact that their postseason runs haven't been very long. As in, they've been, I think, a game each.
2: Yeah, no, that, that, I mean, that's that's true. We've seen them be a great regular season team and really fight and get into the playoffs. And that's that's great for the city of Pittsburgh because we've seen them struggle for so long. But they, they're just not getting over that hump. They're getting there and they're falling just short. And, and we saw that last year. We saw that the year before, like you said. Uh, Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, man. It's it's because of the pitching. It's not deep enough for my liking. Um, I mean, we've seen the team play on the field and they've been good and they've been consistent and they can play. They have some real talented athletes on this team. But ultimately, you're only going to get as far as your arms. And, and as far as the big three in this division, I, I, they're considerably the weakest in that in that yeah. department.
3: That said, they do have the best position player of any of these guys, which is McCutcheon.
2: Yeah, Kutch is, is a special talent, for sure.
3: McCutcheon, I think, is the second best position player in the National League after Harper.
2: It's hard to argue against that. Uh, and, and, and some would say he not best, um, but probably more consistent than Harper as far as... Uh, over over time throughout his career, for sure.
3: It's true, but it's also the difference between a 22 year old and a 28 year
2: old. Fair enough. Yeah.
3: But I, I I like the team. I think I, I think this is the year the which though they're going to miss the wild card. I I only have them in at 87 wins, which I don't think will be enough in the NL to get to the wild card.
2: Oh, I agree, man. I have them. Uh, I have them not making the wild card either, and I have them just under uh, just under the 90 wins. I have them at at uh, I'm sorry, at 88 wins as well.
3: Yeah, so we're close there, which means that you probably have – because my two wildcard teams come – one of them comes out of the central, one of them comes out of the west.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm in the same boat. Same boat.
3: But the the team at the Central, I'm assuming that you have coming to the wild card, again, is also probably going to be St. Louis.
2: Yeah, I hate to say it. I'm not a fan of the Cardinals. They, they've been a thorn in my side, but they do do it right, and they're consistently there. I mean, they've probably made five straight uh, NLCSs, so they're doing it right. and they, They're going to be in the conversation again. Uh, I don't see them winning the division, like you said, and like we've discussed over the last couple pods when we talk about the Cubs. They're going to be the, the winners of this division. They just have more quality uh, throughout the roster, but I mean... The Cardinals have pitching, and, and, and pitching is always going to be, you know, king in baseball, and, and that's why they're going to be better than, than, than the Pirates, and that's why they're going to be in the wild card spot. My thing there is, you know, Matt Carpenter's a good hitter. Uh, Colton Wong's okay. Matt Holiday, how much can he really give you left? You know, they don't have too much power, though, in this lineup, and I think that's what's really going to hurt them.
3: I mean, it's basically relying on the fact that Randall Grychuk and Steven Piscotty take big steps forward in their second year, which Piscotty looked really good. Grychuk was the returns on him were eh, but they both had good springs. they both they're both solid players. The Cardinals are I mean, this is a team that's always solid. They're built well, but I, th- I don't see them basically being more than a card team that's not going to go much further than that.
2: Yeah, I see them as the wild card team as well. I see them actually probably losing that wild card game and not advancing into the playoffs uh, as deep as they're probably accustomed to. Um, as far as their their win total though, I do um, I do have them at uh, an even ninety wins, uh, and I think that's going to be enough for them.
3: I have them at ninety one, so basically, you know, I think the same thing about them.
2: Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, it, it, their consistency speaks for itself. So you know they're going to be in the conversation, and it's just the arms they have that 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 stable of arms is, is 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 just far superior to what the pirates have, and that's that's really going to going to be the deciding factor, I think, in that race between those two teams. You're listening to the Endfield in This podcast.
0: Channel. You are listening. The Anfield Index. Index, podcast channel. The Anfield Index podcast channel.
3: So let's let's go on to the West, starting from the bottom again. uh, The Colorado Rockies. Can, can we just leave them? Just give a win total and just say.
2: Yeah, they'll be the bottom team again. Bring Nolan Arenado and. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know it's going to be hard to see him there. Uh, for many seasons he might make it through this season but uh if they stay to be this you know clusterfuck then they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to keep hold of him and he's such a talented ball player and, and I think that's the only reason that you or me are gonna watch any Rockies games
3: yeah I'm actually shocked that they didn't trade Carlos Gonzalez I'm, I'm thoroughly shocked.
2: yeah uh but you know if they have another bad year and he, he's decent and stays healthy then that's gonna be a big piece for them this year uh at the deadline uh but, yeah, I'm surprised they did that they kept them as well.
3: Yeah, but, I, I mean, I have them at 67 wins. I, 67 wins sounds right. A bad yeah, game. I
2: have them at 66, so we're on the same ballpark for yeah, sure.
3: They're, they're awful.
2: Well, let's move it down to California, man. Petco Park. That's where the Padres, uh, they got those new unis looking looking very, very nice at least at home. So uh, the Padres, man, they've they they, they they've spent some money. They're trying to rebuild and they're really trying to compete in this division over the last couple of seasons, but it just didn't come to fruition. Matt Camp didn't exactly come off as planned and then, and, and, um, you know, Will Myers didn't really stay healthy. So what are your thoughts on, on the Padres this year and do you really expect them to have a better year and take a, a bigger step forward this year?
3: I definitely expect them to take a bigger step forward. Um, I, I Will Myers is is a good player when he's healthy. He just hasn't been healthy, but I think that he's due a healthy year. I think he's gonna be good. Matt Kemp is a player who I just think you need to give up on. Because I, I don't think he's ever gonna be what he was. The shoulder's just too too damaged.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Matt camp is a player that I I enjoyed with, when he was on the Dodgers, and he he made things look easy when he was really in full flow and he was he was feeling it. But we saw a lot of years where he struggled and he was in pain, and, and he was not the player uh, that he was early on. So yeah, unfortunately for the Padres, they did they did sign up to get Matt camp a, a player that's not going to be in his prime anymore and really going to struggle. Uh, it's just tough to see him that way, but I think he could still be a consistent, you know, two seventy hitter, and then his power numbers are going to are going to suffer because that ballpark is just so cavernous.
3: Yeah, I mean, and he's not going to be terrible. And there's another thing: this team did a very smart move in restocking with prospects and trading away Craig Kimbrell. Uh, you know, once again, and I know we probably said this about the the Giles trade to Houston. If you're a team that's not going to compete. The, the, the last thing you need is to devote that many resources to a closer who's not going to close out meaningful games for you.
2: No, that's a very valid point. And like you said, it was a great move by them and they got a good return on that. Um, you know, for me I think this team, their pitching is their main problem as well. I mean Tyson Ross as your ace, that doesn't really uh give you too much confidence. James Shear not,
3: you're not a fan of Andrew Kashner
2: either? No, no. I'm not. Uh you know Pomerantz is there and he's not exactly, you know, lighting it up either. John Jay is a piece that they got though, and that's something that I think can really help bolster their their defense in, in the outfield. Um, but at the same time, Melvin Upton Junior.'s out there, and, and and the artist formerly known as BJ is going to strike out a gazillion times. So you know how that is too. Bossman Junior. Bossman Junior.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a mediocre team. 72, 73 wins. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the lower angle on that one. 72 wins.
2: Yeah, I have them at an even 70 wins. That's that's as high up as I'm going for the Padres.
3: Not a ton of reason to be optimistic about
2: No, it. no. I mean, it's not the worst team, but but it's, it's very average. It's very average.
3: Yeah. So let's go now to the drastically rebuilt Arizona Diamondbacks.
2: Yeah, I mean... Th- you got to be impressed by what they did. Um, they really went out there and, and, and were aggressive in the market. They they did what many thought was unthinkable at the time, and they signed Jack Grinke from the Dodgers. And, and I, I think for us that was a bit of a surprise as Dodger fans. We really did expect him... Uh, to come back and kind of laugh off that offer, but we we we, we were really corrected, and then we see him there in Arizona. And they're really building something that. Like Goldschmidt is a player who you can't say enough good things about. I mean, as much as I hate the Diamondbacks and I really dislike that team, Goldschmidt is just you know incredibly impressive at what he does. And 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 uh, I don't know. It's a talented roster, man, and I, I see them improving on next year, but I do see them missing out on the uh, on last year, but I do see them missing out on the playoffs still.
3: See, I see them improve, but I, I, I can't help but feel all the moves that they made kind of just might get them to just like barely above 500. I don't see much more from them because Granky's going to be good. Shelby Miller will be good and actually will be pitching for a team that's not terrible. But Shelby Miller is pitching in a like it's a hitter's park. That ball travels out there. The desert air is so dry. So a guy like Greinke, who a lot of his game isn't the strikeout, it's pitching to contact, and that's where Chavez Ravine helped him out quite a bit. Is is that is he going to get the same help in his home park? Is a guy like is is the same thing going to happen to Shelby Miller because Atlanta is a pitcher's park too? These are guys coming from pitchers' parks to a hitter hitter's park, so their ERA should spike a little bit. Granted, not that much because the offenses in the NL West are not particularly great.
2: Right, 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 and I think you know. Um... Yeah, no, no, you make valid points there for sure, man. And then the bullpen, their bullpen's okay. Uh, Tyler Clipper's an addition for them, and I think he's going to help solidify the back end of that bullpen. Uh, Pollock is a, a player that I think you and me both really do like. I really like A.J.
0: Pollock.
3: Uh,
2: but but again, I mean, how, how, how are they going to be able to keep Pollock and Goldschmidt long-term with all the money that they're throwing into this team now? I think that becomes a question. So their window of opportunity to win is really very limited, although they are spending all this cash.
3: Yeah, I mean Goldschmidt's getting 200 million from someone.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and well deserved. He yeah. he's the epitome of consistency at that position, man.
3: Yeah, I mean he's a top five player in the game.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure.
3: So how many wins you got him at?
2: Uh, like you said, they're going to struggle. I, I I tend to agree with you. I think we're, we we're seeing this National League very similarly, and they're going to struggle to 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 break 500, but they are going to break 500. I have them at 83 wins.
3: I have a eighty four, so yeah, we're, we're seeing him the same exact way. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll improve; they'll be much improved.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They're 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 definitely heading in the right direction, but I just think the money they're spending on the age of some of these players, I, it, you know, it's really a gamble for them. We've seen this with the Tigers, and the Tigers really, you know, we, we see where they are now, and it's just gonna, it's going I'm afraid for that type of situation for them. You know what I mean?
3: Just paying Granky so much over six years.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be so tough. so it's- much. Yeah, it's interesting to see how that'll how that'll play out at the back end of that.
3: He's thirty-two. Who, why are you giving a thirty-two-year-old pitcher that much cash?
2: Desperation, man. Desperation.
3: Yeah, I guess. You got yeah. In order to take them away from a rival, you got to be a out in the market. So now let's go to the San Francisco Giants, who tons of people are very high on.
2: Tons of people. Yes, um, the Giants. Uh, although they made some moves, Samarja, Cueto you know, help that staff with Bumgardner. you know, the four or five PV Kane that doesn't really, you know, sh- sh- strike that much fear into people. They're outfield for me. Hunter Pence, Angel Pagan is a thorn in everybody's side. He's consistent. He's grinder. I just can't stand the dude. Denard Spando is a good addition. Uh, You know, I think for them, it's the main thing is going to be the health of Joe Panic at second base is going to help them a lot. If he's healthy, if Brandon Belt can continue to, uh, you know, display some power, then they're going to be good, man. But uh, I don't see them winning the division. I still don't see them overtaking the Dodgers. And and that's just not me. That's not just me hating on the Giants. I just don't feel like they have enough offensively to, 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 uh, really run away with this division or really could, you know, they're going to be close, but I do see them falling short. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's hard for me to say that the Giants are good, but they did make some moves to to improve and to impress. And you know, it's an even year, and they're always good in the even years.
3: Yeah, the even year thing is really kind of freaky. I don't need that to be true this year.
2: No, none but, of uh, us do.
3: I, I I I think them and the them and the Dodgers are very 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 close. Uh, just because I think that the Giants pitching is better than the Dodgers pitching, but the Dodgers lineup and bullpens better than the Giants bullpen. I just see it as I just see the two is very, very close. I just going to go I think that the, the the Giants pitching depth and the ballpark that they play in and the ballparks in the, in the West really play to their advantage. And i and, and I think that that's going to give them the edge out over the Dodgers in the division. I think both teams are making the playoffs, but I, I just don't see, I, I just think it's the, the Giants year to win the division. Um, but I, I think it's going to be close, and I don't think the win total for this division winner is going to be very high. In fact, I think I have the, I have the two a game apart. Okay, so okay. I have the Giants at ninety two wins.
2: Oh, okay, I have the Giants at ninety and even ninety wins.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that the Giants are a very they're going to be a very good team. I, I don't think they're strong enough to win the World Series, which I think a lot of people uh, a lot of futures bets and Vegas is very very high on them the, um, with it. But I I just don't see it.
2: Yeah, no, no, I can, I could respect that. Uh, I can see that. I mean, I think it's going to be a very close race too. But I do think I, I see the Dodgers edging that one out. And I'll start with my win predictions. I mean, if I went with ninety for the Giants, I got, I got the Dodgers at ninety-two wins, very similar to what they were at last year and winning the division. I just think with Clayton Kershaw, man, he, he's the best pitcher in baseball, like you said, and he's a horse, and and he's only growing into his game year in and year out. Uh, Dave Roberts, the new manager, I think is going to really be a, a a refresh, a refresher for us. It uh, got a little stale and stagnant with Manning Lee and. That- Dave Roberts is, is, is a National League type of guy. He has a National League mentality, so we're going to hit and run. We're going to put the ball in play, and we're going to be a more of a National League side team. And that's something that excites me. Uh, the outfield, I mean, we have a ton of outfielders. Puig, Peterson, Crawford, Van Slyke, Thompson, and, and even the injured Ethier, who who was having a good spring and really t- coming on at the end of last year. And, and, and really, I was looking forward to seeing him uh, You know, this year. The infield, I mean, Corey Seager is an incredibly talented young man who I really expect to win the rookie of the year this year Justin Turner I mean can't say enough about Justin Turner the guy nobody expected this from him when he came to the Dodgers and he's really just outworked everybody and really just proven how good of a hitter he is and then we have the consistency in Adrian Gonzalez man I really like that I think my main question like you said earlier when talking about the Giants is going to be the rotation Kershaw's good Maeda yeah he has a reputation he has a name we haven't seen him in this level at this level Scott Casimir he you know he's been inconsistent in the past I do expect him to be really good and I do expect him to help us out uh, you know, and then later on in the year, we're going to get Ryu back, who's a piece that I can't wait to get back. If he can get healthy and give us just the same quality and left leave off where he was, then we're going to be fine. And and Anderson going down hurt us a lot, but I think you know in time when he comes back, he will help us. McCarthy is going to come back too, and all these options we have. Although it looks weak early on, we're going to build when the season comes. And if we can get these guys back and healthy, and we can just you know tread water and really just be consistent. That I think we're going to be okay.
3: There are more lefties in that rotation than in a Bernie Sanders rally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right, man.
3: No, no. I, 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 look, I like, I like the, I like what the team is putting together, especially just because the one thing that I think that that they're going to be starved for is power outside Adrian Gonzalez. I mean, Seager has the power potential, but still, you know, young young hitters take time to develop it. There's not a ton of power in this team, though. I mean, you know, unless Puig starts hitting, Puig is the Strangest player in Major League Baseball, by the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's bipolar for sure, man. Yeah, but
3: if if we can hit for a lot of power and you get power out of Seeker, then I like actually your chances of taking the division over the Giants.
2: Well, Peterson said, will give you pop. Peterson will give you pop. He's just going to strike out a gazillion he times.
3: Out, he's going to strike out a lot. <laughs> but, you know, there's 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 a lot to like there. There's a lot of pieces. I think it's a solid team. I had the Giants at 92. I have the I have the Dodgers at 91.
2: Fair enough, man. I had the Giants. at 90. Think, Go ahead. Go ahead. And I,
3: and I think, it, and, and look, that one could flip that that's that division is up for grabs. That's basically, this is my way of saying, I just happen to prefer the Giants starting pitching, but I don't want to be committal about
2: it. I feel, I, feel, I hear you, man. No, uh, for me, for sure. I, like I said, 92 wins for the Dodgers. I have them very similar to last year and I just have them eking out the division. Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun race, and it's, it's going to be a lot tighter than it was last year. But that's good. That's good for baseball. That's good for me as a Dodger fan. I really enjoy it when the when the when the Giants are relevant and, and really fighting for that division. It just makes you know the summer that much funner.
3: Right. So going then by our win totals, which I don't have written down in front of me, but I have a distinct recollection of it. Puts us at we should we need to kind of go through uh, now both the AL and the NL and what we think are going to be the matchups into the postseason. Or do you want to save that for you know when we have? Or let's let's go with it preseason, AL. Who do you have in 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 the ALCS?
2: Oh, ALCS. Oh, okay, I got the Blue Jays making the LCS, man, and I have them against. Uh, I can't decide what. Well, the Royals. I mean, it's going to be Royals Blue Jays. I mean, the Blue Jays were the ones I was on the fence on, but it's going to be Royals Blue Jays, I think.
3: I have Texas and the, Texas and the Royals.
2: Yeah, see, I had Texas. Texas was my—me uh, and the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays and the Rangers were there for me, but I think the Blue Jays just have enough pop.
3: And then in the National League Championship Series, who do you have?
2: Us. And you.
3: Okay, you're not going to like my response.
2: Because I hate you. I hate you already. Go ahead. Tell me it's going to be the fucking I, I have Giants. A re, I, have
3: a re, I have a rematch of last season. I have a Mets-Cubs National League Championship Series.
2: I'm not too mad at the Cubs, man. That's okay. At least yeah. you didn't say I, Giants. I have a
3: rematch. I have a rematch last season. I don't think the the Giants, if they get if they make it through the first round of playoffs, are getting knocked out. I their their pitching isn't any better than the Mets' pitching, or and, and their lineup isn't any better than the Cubs' lineup. I don't think that they're good enough to offset either of those strengths.
2: No, I hear you, man. And the Cubs, although they're the best team in baseball, like we agree, it, not always the best team wins. It's a matter of getting hot at the right time and healthy at the right time. And I just think uh, the curse of Don Mattingly lifted. It'll be us against you, man. And actually, that's 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 the way I want it to play out. And it, it'll be a lot of fun if that does play out that way.
3: Absolutely. So then, who's your World Series matchup?
2: Well, I got, I got I got I got the Dodgers, and I got I got the Jays.
3: Yeah, I have the Mets and I have the royals.
2: Oh, you're going to not be happy at the end of that either, my friend. We saw that already. I have us beating them this Oh, time. of course you do. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? I have us winning too, but that's, you know, why wouldn't we? Yeah, if so we can't win predicting... if we can't win in our in our own reality, then when are we going to win, man?
3: Yeah, so to, to our listeners, this is how you know we're not journalists for both predicting rank homerism.
2: That's fine. It's fine. Absolutely.
3: All right. I'm ready for this to start. So, did we have any questions from our listeners? Yes. In fact, we had one.
2: Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Give it to us.
3: Joey Connors asks, what's it going to be like to beat Armando in fantasy baseball?
2: What's it going to be like, Justin? Tell me.
3: I don't know. I'm
2: not going to beat you. No, I well, I, you might. I, I
3: pick. I pick with my heart, not my head.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I've I've been telling myself all week that uh, no, Mondo, you're going to be smart this this year. You're going to be smart this year. There's more pride on the line here. Uh, but I know I'm going to just. Uh, it's going to be Dodgers galore on that lineup, and we're going to just uh, hope for the best here.
3: With the second pick, if I get it, Team Roger Dorn selects Yo Cespedes. Know, God bless and you. What is the worst reach ever?
2: I hope Roger Dorn gets it. And by the way, everyone, Roger Dorn, best fantasy baseball team name of all time. Kudos ah, the to I'm A bigger Justin.
3: fan of the avatar.
2: But yeah, I mean, okay, this podcast will be out on Friday. It's uh, the day before our draft for this fantasy league that we're talking about. So if you're listening to this on Friday and you still have time to get in touch with us, our draft will be on Saturday uh, around midday U.S. time, probably evening U.K. time to kind of fit everybody in. If you guys still are hearing this and, and it's still Friday or early Saturday, please reach out to me or, or Justin and we'll try to squeeze you in the league. Spots are limited and it's filling up fast. And thank you to everyone who has reached out to us and has uh, joined the fantasy league. We're looking forward to that and it should be a lot of fun for this season.
3: And if you're in the league, you should probably just listen to the podcast anyway, because, you know, we appreciate that.
2: Yeah, yeah. We appreciate that a little more, actually.
3: (laughs) Absolutely do. But, uh, Uh, that said, that brings us to the end of our National League preview. Uh, we'll probably be back at you guys next week with uh, a little bit of some early season, early matchup thoughts. And, uh... Let's get the show on the road.
2: Yeah, man. I can't wait. Baseball, it counts. Starting, Saturday. I mean, starting Sunday, it counts. Royals, Mets, make sure you guys tune into that. It's going to be fantastic. And pray for Justin, everyone. Pray for Justin.
3: Yep. And let's just all be happy that Matt Harvey has finally relieved himself.
2: <laughs> You've been waiting all week for that.
3: That, that, that scared me. And uh, you know what? I, I, I have to take one last parting shot. At the New York media, the guy had blood clots in his bladder. Don't take shots at him on the front page of the freaking – of your papers.
2: God bless New York.
3: Oh, that, was, that, that was obnoxious. And you know, just note that the paper that did that is owned by the same people who own The Sun.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Well, yep. from me, from Justin, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for participating, and uh, you know, and most importantly, thank you guys for your time uh, and your support. From um, me, from Justin. Goodbye, everybody, and we'll, we'll 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 see you next week. Baseball, it counts. It's back.